0: What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! All in I brought my pencil! <clears throat> yeah! me! Like it, it gets the stage like you did before. Make it ring, make it please, make it really sweet. What's up, Duderinos? Welcome back to mm-hmm. Rank'em All, the show. We're a couple of dudes, dudettes, Duderinos, and the overall peoples of rankness because we're pretty ranked. We rank all these songs, all the albums, right down that sucker, and we get all the ranks for every single band that we're gonna rank. We have a lot of bands that we're gonna rank. We are continuing on the path down our intro into grunge. Well, this album's maybe not so grunge, but it's something else. This is the self-titled Alice in Chains record. I am one of your hosts, Brando. But of course, as always, I'm not alone. This wouldn't be quite the ranking show if it was one dude. Ranking all this stuff because that would just be my opinion. No, we are a collective. We are Legion. Joining me here today is the Podfather, Nate Phillips.
1: I don't want to be ranked, Brando. That sounds bad. That sounds like I'm stinking. I am not to be stinking. So I'm
2: not taking that bait. Well, today. okay. So Look, sorry, we're, fil- bro. we're filthy. We got the dankness.
0: Okay, look.
2: That, okay. That's a totally different game. We I got know, the dankness. We got the funk.
0: <laughs> I know what business you're in, Nate. And I just want you to know that back in the day, they called it a smoking jacket for a reason. Because it's the fabric that absorbed the smoke that was in the air. That way you could take it off when you went somewhere else, and no one would know. Okay.
3: okay. I, You know, at, at the risk of sounding um judgmental or or a little bit not necessarily harsh i don't think that anyone would look at nate and go i don't i, I wouldn't think he spoke pot there's no smoking jacket that's gonna <laughs> take that image away from you <laughs> <laughs> i love you man i truly love you but
0: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah well judged by the I, sheer number of uh casey's I, I buffalo boneless that's wings <laughs>
1: <And> judged <laughs> by in rest in peace they by the They're gone. <laughs> they are permanently gone, bro. They changed their menu. Casey's is. Update here on Rank 'em All Casey's General Store has changed their menu. We no longer have the most delicious, boneless buffalo wings. They have resigned them to these boring, just flavorless wings, and you get dipping sauces. It's not the same. Anyways, Brando, welcome, thanks welcome for
3: welcoming me to the show. Yeah, Buckles, welcome to the show.
0: Talk welcome
1: now. Back.
3: Do your thing welcome back to Rank 'em all gas station food um
0: <laughs> one day it'll happen dude, all, we,
2: i am I, all about that like don't, even, no, no, don't dude, even front like i as, am about that
3: as, as someone who is on the road for work daily i am a i am a big member of the cult of roller hot dogs don't get me wrong <laughs> you're gonna catch aids on that bro what are you doing
2: roller
1: <laughs> be,
3: hot dogs oh
2: dude Dude, That's just, seriously, there was some cartoon. Amazing.
1: I don't know what cartoon it was, and they had a roller <laughs> hot dog, and there was like a, a cat hair and like like some lint and some other shit on the hot dog. They're That's called condiments, dep- Nate.
3: Depends on where you go. Depends <laughs> on where you condiments. go. Condiments. Get your ass to a loves a loves uh, uh, truck stop. Okay. Because they are the best quality. Get yourself some roller hot dogs, some uh, some smoked sausage. You'll thank me later. I'm all about not like any like those
2: taquitos, stuff, some tornadoes.
3: Some tornadoes.
0: I Some eat like one
2: meal a day, <laughs> yeah. and I don't want that meal to result in <laughs> diarrhea. So I will uh, re- refrain, respectfully, uh, refrain from the the tornado. We're uh, renaming it Lava Bottom. Let's go.
0: Joining us also here today is the one and only Tyler McLaughlin. Thank you for joining us here today, Tyler.
2: I'm glad that we could finally nail down a time. You know, the holidays are obviously tough uh just schedule wise and then obviously you know trauma we all love that <laughs> it's the american way <laughs> um it's kind of what grunge is about you know like hey everything sucks and we're gonna That's tell you have about this it. heroin addiction <laughs> and now i have uh, this heroin addiction not me not me, not me personally <laughs> damn it nate it's got you again <laughs> <laughs> that damn gateway i can
0: tell drug. you no
1: one looks at me and thinks that oh.
0: Trying to hide those track marks with your long sleeves. Guys, we're talking about Alice and Change, the self-titled album. Of course, the last episode we did was the EPs. And, um, of course, that was a neat little different kind of uh, avenue uh, for them to put out because it was a little bit more acoustic, a little bit more experimental. And, of course, uh, now we're heading into the third album. And I would say experimental is the word because... Grunge and alternative metal has been sort of the genre. You know, uh, this is a band that kind of speaks to both realms. That Seattle grunge rock realm, and then they can easily go on tour with Metallica or something and feel right at home due to their style. However, this album is the very first album that has listed, according to the sages of wisdom at Wikipedia, doom metal and sludge metal.
3: That's very apropos
0: as uh That's very apropos as genres on this record and and of course we are going to get into it but you know this this album was not was not without its um you know harsh maybe background because right after jar of flies which was the last uh ep that we um that we had uh, ranked elaine in rehab for his heroin addiction now you know we were joking about it before and and and, and he did. He, he tried to go take care of that. And of course, we would ultimately know that. I mean, this is the last album with Lane. This is the last mm-hmm. studio album with Lane Staley. And we, we are going to, after this, we are going to, in honor of Lane, uh, rank the the Unplugged album, which won't count to the overall album ranks. But, it, but we're going to do it because, I mean, I think I can speak for every single one of us that there's something special about that Unplugged set.
1: You used the word I was going to use special.
0: Yeah,
2: dude, it's 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 one of a kind. And 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 I'm glad that it is one of a kind.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, the, yeah, the, this album definitely kind of comes across as maybe a little bit just different. Uh, Cantrell, this is a very interesting quote that I'm probably going to come back around later. Our music is about make, taking something ugly and making it beautiful. Okay, love it. Okay, yeah. Um, this is of course the album with the three-legged dog on the cover. Mm-hmm.
1: So the album is also known as Tripod. I don't know if you. Yeah,
0: that. yep. Yeah, that's a a nickname I for know the... that. I was not aware of that. Um, but yeah, you know, it, uh, as as Tyler alluded, it, it has been a minute since the since we have got together and and uh, had a chance to dive into this and, um. So, so I'm trying to, you know, gather my bearings about some of the uh, info. And this album uh, was not as successful as Dirt, but it debuted at number one on the 200, wow. and it stayed on the charts for 46 weeks for nearly a year. And wow, uh, it has sold over two million copies in the United States, three million copies worldwide. The band was obviously on uh on a roll because if you think about it like they had dirt and then jar of flies and, and we already mentioned uh-huh. that. We already mentioned it when we ranked uh jar of flies. This was a one-two punch with right. dirt and jar of flies. Well you've also got SAP right before that where they were on, they were really
3: going strong into dirt as
0: well. Yeah it, it was they, they they ramped it up and then with dirt they hit they hit that magic button. Mm-hmm. They 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 captured mm-hmm. that lightning in the bottle uh with their sound with their uh, uh Commercial appeal even mm-hmm. to their to, to, to... Yeah, their presence in the industry. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and of course that that garnered more attention. So the next thing that they released,
2: Ooh,
0: we, and, we, and we talked about it, it was just as good. And uh, while being a completely different type of deal. You a know? new
1: player has entered oh, the game.
3: I wondered what I was hearing there.
0: Oh, I know that sound know? anywhere.
2: What's up, kid? Hello. Bap.
0: Welcome to Rank All. We have a hey, guest ranker.
2: youngest of the
3: McLaughlin clan. (laughs) Yeah. See? Yeah. See you.
0: Yeah. Hey. Hello. Right. You're going to hang out for just a second. It's not a Wookiee. It's Buckles. Uh Um,
3: (laughs) Is is tonight a bop or a bat night, Tyler? Are
2: we bapping or bopping tonight?
0: (laughs) We're bapping. (laughs) (laughs) So there were there were three singles off of this and we'll talk about them as we come across them. As, as always, all of the music was written by pretty much everybody had a hand in it. And I'll, and I'll try and update that as we go along. Jerry Cantrell only wrote lyrics for three songs. And I'll note that when we get there as well. I can absolutely believe that too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was going to say that too, especially, you know, you really, you really try and absorb, um, you really try and absorb the lyrics as you go through the album and it, it doesn't, you know, even before I looked into it, it definitely, I could tell immediately that it wasn't Jerry's writing for sure. Right.
0: Yeah. So like, uh, obviously a very successful album. The band opted not to, not to, to, to tour on the, on the record, adding to the rumors of drug abuse. I just, was that me? No, I don't think so. I heard a very loud noise in my room oh. and was wondering if someone was trying to say something or it, if it was it's, my phone it's, vibrating.
3: It's the ghost of it's the ghost of Blaine trying to get into the episode. He kind is trying stop to stop us from talking about it. He today, wants
0: so. he wants the attention, man. He just wants in on this stuff. He he would jump in right now. He he wants so badly to have friends. And you know what? Um, no, he's not allowed. So we are going to continue on with this Frank, guys. We're going to go right down, <laughs> right down the list. Of course, this album was released uh, November seventh, nineteen ninety five. So uh, right smack dab in the middle of the nineties, the album was recorded in Seattle, and we're kicking it off with the first single, released the day, released the month before October sixth, ninety five with grind and um i'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say because this is uh, this was a bit of a departure uh in terms of tone in terms of um what's the right uh, mood for sure but
3: stylistically definitely.
0: Yes, and it was a, it, it was a step in a different direction. I'm not going to sit here and bash them for trying something new or trying a new sound no. because I love when bands do it. Right, for sure. Because it shows that they're willing to take a step out of their comfort zone. Um Grind starts off with this chunky little riff. It reminds me of like even a little bit of a zo- of, of, of of like a Soundgarden type vocal yeah I, I can spots especially for the verse um but um kicking it off with a song i mean this is the first single um it's a step down for me coming in from dirt and from jar of flies um i'm interested to hear what you guys have to say and um predicated on which what he el- was hinting at in the chat i'll let buckles go first.
3: Um, well, I, I will kind of echo you in saying that this is definitely a, uh, a departure from their normal sound. And to me, this is out of their studio releases. This is one I listen to the least amount. Probably my least favorite of their studio releases.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, honestly, the the tone or the, uh, the vibe that I kind of got from, especially with this one, it's so mechanical and it's in that riff. There's almost some nine inch nails in this, mm. just a little bit. Um, I will kind of laugh because the first notes that I have here and Nate, you'll get a laugh at this as well. This is good walkout music. This is good, like (laughs) baseball walking to the mound or fucking wrestling music. Okay. I want to interject
0: (laughs) that that was my first gut reaction (laughs) listening to it at work. And I can imagine like, but it's not a big star. It's like an undercard guy. It's It's like Buff Bagwell. type. No, it's not even buff. It's like hardcore Holly walking out. Yes. This is Crash Holly in the early Attitude
3: Era. <laughs> this is yeah. This is Draws. Um, uh, and I will say that I love the uh, like the line in like the first verse of "In this darkest hole, uh, you you be wise not to plan my funeral for my body dies." That is a fucking baller, badass line. That the rest of the album does not match for the most part. <laughs> like that is some attitude that I that's really kind of missing throughout most of this album.
0: Uh, Lane did say that when he wrote lyrics for this, he kind of just wrote what came off of his head. So I that. when you're, uh, this album lyrically is definitely an insight to a different mindset from where he was in the previous albums and, yeah. and partially due to his journey. But, uh, like Ty, Y T you guys say about grind?
2: It, it, it's funny.
0: Um, you know, hearing initially kind of what you said, Brando,
2: what, uh, Buckles just said, um, you know, I this is the first I guess this is the first album that we've listened to that I've been maybe a little too hypercritical of, I think. But, you know, I always got a second guess myself. But um, the 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 big notes that I had from this one, solid start. I really like the way that it opened in the first minute minute half of the song and then after about the 2 minute mark i was ready for the song to be over um and and i guess i'll go ahead and throw this out um my first initial note that i have is that the length of all these songs is just too long definitely so um yeah i mean that's that's really what i got I, I love the way that it opens it's just it's it's like a seven minute long song that doesn't need to be that there's
3: a couple that are like six and eight minutes in this, mm-hmm. this album that's really odd for them so definitely can you hear me yes we i am live okay
1: cool yes. cool cool I, zoom freaked out on me while you guys were talking and and i'm like um Panic mode, what do I do? So I solved it, okay. Oh, you guys maybe have a different journey than I on this one because I listened to this album literally at all times when I was taking it in to figure out my rankings, you know? Like literally everything I was doing, driving to work, driving home, doing the dishes, anytime I was putting on music. The only thing at the time I was listening to was this Alice and Chains self-titled album. And I think I gave it, for the most part, pretty high marks. Um, But to start just talking in general about grind. I think that right out the gate, they show you they're doing something totally different. Like, no fear. It's sludgy. It's got these really weird... Ang- Here's the word again, Brando, coming back from the Metallica run. Very angular. They get these weird angular notes that just... Wah, 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 they just, like, dive in there and gash you, you know? Mm-hmm. But to me to me to me to me that this is this is my biggest takeaway from grind it has a pretty solid and well-meaning chorus that hits for for whatever reason hits me like let the sun never block your eyes let me sleep so my teeth won't grind that just that line alone i'm just like yes (laughs) um so i um i like the guitar work I like okay, so let, let's say this. I like the guitar work about the song. I really enjoy um the drums aren't overbearing at all in the song. There's never any point where you're like, God, too much cymbals or anything like that. They like refined and locked in. So they're still they're still operating at a mm-hmm. high level, but I think they're just really ready to take risks and breathe a little bit and they were probably you know you got to think these people were day in and day out knowing lane and his journey and what he was going through right and if they felt maybe concerned if i'm concerned that someone i'm friends with is going through a thing that they might not come back from and they're a musician give me all the music you can while you're here like give me everything you've got and i think that's what this album really is Is like lane not crying for help per se cuz i don't think he was as much as just him releasing that last bit of himself before he left you know it's very it's very powerful um, so to throw the rank down i gave her a 7.25 ty 6.5 6.5 mm-hmm.
0: correcto
3: buckles good walkout music i think is a good
0: 7.5 i gave it a 7.25 as well i i want to note that this is a jerry cantrell song he wrote the music mm. and the lyrics and it is the only song that he completely wrote by himself or at least is credited to by himself right. on this song that was something that i didn't i didn't really look at before we talked about it but the next track brush away hey brando what's up
1: real quick before we get away from it there's one time you talked about jerry and i think there's just a at the moment to cut in and throw this out before we talk about brush away the dog on the cover mm-hmm. is Jerry's dog
0: mm-hmm. How is
1: it? Yeah. and it was Jerry's dog whose name I do believe was sunshine um and they put sunshine on the cover and uh the rest is history but a lot of people don't know that a lot of people google I googled that because I didn't know that and it mm. was like the first I didn't even get the entire thing out the dog on Alice, and it was like Alice and Chase. Oh, okay. oh, that's
0: cool. So. I, re- I remember seeing that they went and had like this really, um, oh, wait, I got some info. Let, let, let's let establish this. this. This might have not have been Jerry's dog. Um, what? yeah, no, maybe maybe Google lied to you. So the mm. album also the from 2011,
1: so it's a little out of date,
0: I guess. <laughs> um, the image of the dog on the cover was inspired by a three-legged dog named tripod that used to terrorize drummer Sean Kinney and chase him around during his paperwork duty. Uh, at, at like as a kid, probably like delivering papers and, um, Rocky Schneck. Sh- that's a hell of a name. Photographed a three-legged dog for the album cover at a playground near downtown Los Angeles. He did a casting call for a three-legged dogs for this shoot. <laughs> Um, but the band ended up choosing a fax image of a three-legged dog as a cover because they thought it looked grittier and Staley and Cantrell liked it better. Cantrell stated that Kenny who had designed the artwork for the album was pissed about that because they spent money for the photo shoot and did not even use it for the album cover. (laughs) A different three-legged dog named sunshine was used for the grind music video. The photo oh. of the dog shot by Shank at the playground was finally used years later on the 99 box set Music Bank. Contrary to rumor, none of the dogs for the photo shoot on the album cover belonged to Jerry Cantrell. He has wow. said in interviews, yeah, he did not know the owner of the dog.
3: I have to point so, out two, two things from the ADHD brain here. One, you said it was terrorizing him as a kid that would chase him. How hard is it to run away from a three-legged dog? <laughs> a lot harder than you think, bro. Apparently, because you know what, <laughs>
1: three-legged. Gonna I know it's a lot harder. <laughs> no, they don't even have a thing, and especially if they were born that way, they don't even have it in their head that they aren't a full dog. So they run <laughs> like they're
3: a full dog, bro. They go. <laughs> they're, not... <laughs> they're like three quarters of a dog, you know. They're missing that one quarter, but the the other ADHD brain uh, moment. You said they had to do a oh, casting call. It Casting call for the dog. When you do a casting call, uh, I Southern, can imagine there's if you do, a black hold on, hold leather on. couch
1: no, and no, there's no. a guy sitting
3: there. So you got to be really careful if you're in. Tell Southern me about California. your three legs. You got to be really careful if you're in Southern California doing a casting call for a three-legged anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving
0: on. So brush I, uh, away.
2: I thought we were talking about music
0: brush away was written by jerry control Mike, Inez, and is sean kenny with lyrics by of course lane staley uh and obviously we're now established that the sound is very different and has a darker tone this is a catchy beat and vocals are a highlight on this song actually and a solo that sounds unnerving but also not entirely unpleasant is a talented achievement i'll now pass the baton to tyler i'm
2: i'm right there with you hand in hand uh, catchy. I wrote it, underlined it twice, circled it, drew a little heart. Um, love the chorus, love the guitar in this song. Um, that's, that's pretty much the extent of my notes. It's, I was looking here. I was trying to see if I could find anything else, but looking at the album, I've got all the run times, the songs here pulled up. I think that there's a trend for me anyway. The songs that I've ranked very, very high, other than the, the ones that are kind of like timeless, they're all the songs with shorter run times. Um, you know, there's some songs later in the album that, you know i i just i I'd, I'd almost beg somebody just to cut the the length in half and you know but love this one Nate
1: I don't know how I can take away from what Tyler just said cuz it's really a lot of my same sentiments it's really a well put together song it's super catchy mm-hmm it's got a little bit of everything the grungy riff going into what is actually the chorus riff i guess you would say is really really fun i love the Mm -hmm, high-pitched like that shit gets me every time like just jamming in the car like i'm about i I don't know again this is really weird because like i really like this album and again Track one, you do that thing. We talked about it in a lot of the other podcasts when we talked about the first song setting the tone. Mm-hmm. And, and Grind sets the tone, but this sets the pace. Yes. Because they're like, hey, we're really not doing what you think we were going to do. This is us creating something unique. Just roll with it. I think that's where as soon as I settled into like accepting that this album quickly becomes a level of, of I, I wouldn't say favorite favorite. It obviously doesn't. It maybe has like one or two songs that are up in the upper upper echelon that I'm hoping you guys also saw the value in at some point we're ranking this album but i think it is very listenable and brush away is one of the most re-listenable songs on the album
2: i totally agree with that
0: <laughs> buckles
3: uh i'm going to go the other way um and part of it brenda you kind of hit it right on the head at the outside of the uh, the episode where you mentioned this is the first stoner or doom or not stoner but sludge uh considered and to me it's very true it's very apropos because most of these especially the first three songs on the album are just straight sludge to me and personally i that's i'm not a fan of that style i'm not i'm not discounting it not saying that it's bad not saying that it's you know bad for this song or anything
2: you're saying it's just not your taste it's not
3: my taste at all sludge and and the the kind of like my only notes for this is really, they use a lot more harmony on this than I'm used to. Mm-hmm.
0: They, don't,
3: they don't just have the harmony on the chorus. They don't just have a harmony on the, uh, on the verse or a bridge. It's all mm-hmm. harmony all the time. Right. Just wait, entirety of the song, just they, wait. They, I've they got something to say later. More, but uh, it's, it's so droney and just, it's the same. It's this, that, that drone, that, that grind to it. It's like, it's just not, it's not my style at all.
2: Let's well, see. Uh, uh, can I can I add something to that? Sure. I, I think I think the reason why I enjoy it so much, and, and I'm not speaking for you, Nate, but I think it it's it might be kind of that it is drony. Cause like when you're driving around in the car, you know, the radio anymore at this point, we're we're so overstimulated with everything going on around us, our phones, you know, all that, that it's really, really good background noise that's not white noise noise you know what i mean at at least for me there's there's something to be
3: said that the problem that i run into is that you know i I can joke about the adhd brain but when i listen to something that's a lot of drone or a lot of sludge that sounds very similar to me it does become white noise in the sense that i just stop paying attention to it Ah,
2: that's a bummer
3: like it's just like there's there's one song later on this album that i don't i had to listen to twice uh when i was doing my ranking because i start i literally stopped paying attention halfway through the song Mm. like i lost interest in the song entirely um, I do want to say there's a couple lines in this song. I was like, "Is this about him picking up a date as a kid?" Like, there's some weird lyrics in this. Like, it's talking about it's like standing on the front porch and asking for permission. I'm like, is this his prom date? What is this?
0: What you gonna rank that, Buckles?
2: Uh, I gave it a five five. Ty. Seven point seven five.
1: <laughs> Nate. Motherfucker wrote the same exact thing as I did. Seven point seven, man. 7, 7 5. five. I gave away some of my other ranks coming up. God dang it! But you couldn't uh-oh. see.
0: You couldn't see it. Okay. It, it was kind of washed out by your ring light, and I also gave it a seven point seven five.
2: My man.
0: Um. Don't get used to that.
2: <laughs> what'd you What'd, what'd you, you give you it, in? JB? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like somebody just, like he ran into <laughs> something. Hey, can you please go? <laughs> Can you please go? Thank you.
0: The next song, Sludge Factory, um, written by music by oh. Cantrell and Kenny. I don't like the first vocals of this song. And this song is a very mixed bag for me. I like some of the riffs, and I like some some parts of this song. But other stuff in this song, this, like, okay, um, even though I can kind of agree with buckles that maybe this isn't my forte, this isn't my cup of tea. I kind of enjoyed the first two songs Mm. way more than I, this is the first one where I got worried because we're still in the same kind of sound and we're losing some of the, in some of the interesting bits, things that help make this interesting to me. But, as always, I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say, especially Nate, who thinks this is the best album ever. So, Nate, give me. <laughs> I'm teasing, but go for it. Man, Um. Woo-hoo-hoo. Anyways, uh,
1: I like Sludge Factory. Like, what the fuck is wrong with anybody not liking this song or this album so far? Because to me, Sludge Factory, again, locking in, they're like, hey, we're different. We're doing something a little bit different. I think the lyrics, uh, to me, just personally, like vibing on some of the things that are said, sounds like he's in a drug deal that they end up like doing drugs together with the dealer. Like he's about to inject heroin and his eyes cloud over and they're like just like both tripping out about it, you know, whatever. And, and they're just kind of having this like drug fueled experience. And the sludge factory is in fact the sound. Like it's just that is that word, the title of this song could have been the album title flawlessly. You could have said Alice and Chains, Sludge Factory coming out, and this could have been the title track, and it would have been badass. They didn't do that. That's okay. They went the self-titled route, tried to be like Metallica, had the tripod album or whatever, but um, there's, th- there's something about how Lane is singing in this song and and then it keeps and then uh it keeps going you know exactly what I'm saying he keeps elevating it like he's building to something and then it just breaks and um, you know I think there's also parts of this song where he's talking maybe about a friend who could have not lived to a certain age as there's lyrics that kind of allude to that but they there it's not super super clear but the chorus (laughs) the way that chorus is saying is just man it hits me so good i didn't see that i tried to see it i was like i saw the
3: heart on there
1: (laughs) yeah that was a heart and the word chorus (laughs) oh okay cool yeah um but i really enjoyed this song uh
3: that's that's pretty much my thoughts i'm gonna stop journeying on Buckles, um, I'm kind of with you, brando I, It was a mixed bag for me in that there's parts of it I like there, or at least can and can appreciate, but parts of it I'm like, again, this whole like the first three songs on the album just blend together, and and not in a good way for me. Um, I I like the kind of bluesy like the word like picking solo, like it's a little more uh, clear tone than what oh. they usually do. So I mean, that's it's something different. I can appreciate Cantrell trying to do something a little bluesier.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I like the bass on the outro, like the, the baseline kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, honestly, I got less drug deal and more like going to work nine to five deal. Like this felt like going into a job you hate. Like, <laughs> I, don't mm. know, Tyler, I don't know if you can relate to that, but it feels they like, all just suck, like, man, Like it just feels like this, like not necessarily corporate job, but just like, I don't want to be here. I'm being paid to be here. I'm just doing this to get this out of the way kind of shit. Like that nine to five grind sludge factory in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the the first three songs on this album, "Grind," I liked. But the, uh, the longer it went on, it seemed like "Grind" just became the motif of the first three songs, and they just blend together in a way that it's just like, okay, I'm kind of kind of ready to move on now.
0: Mm-hmm. What'd you rank it?
2: <laughs> um, I gave it a five. Uh, Solid five. five.
0: T-Y.
2: 7.75. 7.75. Nate. 8.25, because,
1: you know, he might not live past 25, so I gave it
0: 25. Gave it a six. <laughs> yeah. Gave it a six. The next track. Second single. Sometime in 96. <laughs> Just generally. <laughs> Around that that time,
3: that could could be the name of a good grunge album sometime in '96. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: this is another Jerry song with some help from uh Mike Inez here. With he, uh, Jerry wrote the lyrics for Heaven Beside You. And I actually don't have a lot to say about this song, and I don't like it as much as I thought I did. Um, I don't hate it, and in fact, I think it's one of the better songs on the album. Um, I love the twanginess, yes. of yeah. of, of, <laughs> of this song, and I the only thing that I I found myself not digging was were the lyrics. Uh, for the chorus, they 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 just they came off as a little bit cheesy. In I don't know, I've heard a song. This this is a song that coming into this, you've heard it a hundred times. Mm-hmm you know it, it gets radio play all the time this is a huge hit for them um it is a good song so I, I i don't rank it low i was just surprised when this song came on i wasn't when i got into it i wasn't as relieved as i thought i was going to be and um i'll leave it at that and pass the baton to tyler
2: you know i Going into this, obviously, bam, you hit the nail. You hit every nail on the head. Square. It's the radio song. You know, obviously, it's one of their singles. Um, In my notes, I put the, in parentheses, jam song. Because it's, again, it's kind of that. It's in the background, but it's not background noise. But everybody knows that song, you know. You're 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 kind of tapping your foot or 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 you know snapping or tapping your leg along with the beat, just because it's so familiar. And going into to this rank as a whole, this is the first time that I've sat. I've honestly sat and listened to the album um, in order, you know, in one obviously I listened to it a couple times, but in, in, in one setting, bam, I'm going to listen to this album and I agree with you, Brandon. I I ranked it super, super high, but maybe I don't love it as much as I did. It's one of those things like, you know, when you're a kid, maybe you love brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts, but now you're an adult. It's like, no, I know, but I'm just saying insert insert X flavor. Uh, It's like, man, maybe next time I want to get raspberry instead, you know, and I kind of think that's what
0: this is. I, I kind of feel like that if there was any song on this album that we're going to make a Alice in Chains playlist, mm-hmm. this would probably be the song absolutely uh, for sure. But when you compare it and, 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 and maybe it's not fair to, but when you compare it to everything that has come before so far and think about this, everything that has come before has been two albums and two EPs. Mm-hmm. Com- that's not a lot compared to other right. bands, but they have struck gold on two albums and two EPs with songs that are playlist guaranteed. Right. And here we are. I- I'm not saying that "Heaven Beside You" wouldn't be on there, but it, right now, as as, as we as we've not moved any further into their discography, and we're thinking about what has come, when I think about the songs that are on that playlist. This one is kind of on the lower spectrum of my excitement. Totally, totally agree. All right, Buckles, what you got for me?
3: Uh, well, I, going to character playing against type. This is actually not only my favorite song on the album, but for a long time, this this song was the only reason I would put this album on. Period. Mm-hmm. And it's actually one of my favorite Alice in Chains songs uh, because it's one of the first songs of theirs I heard. Like this is one of the songs that got me into the band to begin with, and. I still to this day, it's one song that I will like, I will stop what I'm doing and sing along with it because I really do adore it. Um, I do. I love the fact that it is instantly recognized. <laughs> like it is memorable from the, from the first notes of the song. Um, and there's a, there's a kind of a vibe to it that always kind of cracked me up. And the, the whole song just seems like the whole point of the song is life sucks. Oh, well, like, it's just so completely apathetic and just like, yeah. You know, life's shit get over it whatever but it's so poppy at the same time mm-hmm. it's so fucking catchy and upbeat and poppy for a song that's so completely and utterly apathetic that it just always cracked me up
2: nate
1: so okay um to just get it out there another uh fun track from Allison chain's um, but I'm going to say something that no one said here. So this is me making it known. The star of this song was their drummer, Sean Kenny, right? That's what the, the guy's name. Is. Yeah. Yeah. He kills it in this song. There's so much subtlety to his Tom yeah. work and I his rhythm changes that are really clever. He also brings some real deep impact in that jam section there. Uh, so there's problems in your life. That's fucked up and I'm fine. Uh, that, Starting section is probably my favorite in the song because of the drums. They've got this like tribal beat going on Mm -hmm. while Lane Amazing, (laughs) amazing lyrics. So uh to me, the other thing I would I would note about this song is that it is their radio hit. It is obviously one that you know if you're an Allison Chains fan but it's one that i think does sometimes just get overlooked. Brandon even said and it's not one you would put if you had a top 10 playlist. It's probably not making that top 10, Jack. But i think a hard stretch to do it,
2: but you know, uh like a bot, like something that automatically a database is going to put this in a top 10. But like any of us, like obviously Buggles aside cuz he he's got to be that guy, but um, you know, a robot would put it in the top ten.
3: Us, well, thanks,
1: thanks. Tyler. Us, maybe not. Robot here. Yep. Buckles
2: Compared
3: is a to robot. Buckles. Okay, yeah. Yep, Buckles something is kinda, a robot. I do want to point out something that's kind of interesting about this is how out of place this track is on the rest of the album.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And this um, makes me
3: feel like this should have been on uh, Jar of Flies. This would have been much more out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those EPs than it is on the rest of this album.
0: Nate, would you rank it? I gave her a nine. (laughs) T-Y. Gave her a nine. Buckles. Nine, five. I know. (laughs) Five. I gave it an eight. Solid. The next track, Head Creeps. This song was written by Lane Staley. The music, the lyrics, and I don't like it. And (laughs) I'm going to tell you (laughs)
3: why. I'm, I'm right there with you.
2: I don't like it either.
0: The chunky, bendy riffs are catchy, but the vocals are not doing it for me. And I'll tell you why. This is the first time I wrote it down, and it's all over this record, like flies on cow shit. It's not harmonies. It's their doubling Lane's voice. It's doubling, and it sounds awful on him. Mm -hmm. Okay? What it does, and and, and maybe, because this is kind of what you see somewhat maybe in the unplug session where he's not projecting as much as he used to. He's not mm-hmm. doing as many, uh, dynamic things with his voice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like I'm hating here. He drones on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does yes. not work for me. Yes. You have no idea how many times I turned this album on and turned on Garth Brooks. You have no idea how many times I had to go refresh my palate with now Holland I- Oats
3: completely agree
0: with you I, I i'm serious and i'm joking but oh. i'm serious this album <laughs> totally uh, all notes. oh sorry, no i'm sorry i'm serious
3: I, I need, no I, I, I need oh a,
0: no it's broke know uh,
3: I, I, I need some kind of an alex chains uh, james uh, of man
0: eater now <laughs> i she oh, 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 comes. Come. <laughs> what i got You've <laughs> Oh, God, yes. All right, all right, no. All right, so he, the doubling of the vocals, they still do the harmonies with that. Yeah. Like, okay, so the harmonies are still there. They're still prevalent. They are a, a part of the Allison Chain Chains sound, and they will continue to be even further into the future, even mm-hmm. with the newer iteration of the band that we will eventually get to. Right. They are there. Them doubling Lane's voice lessens his voice to me. And it mm-hmm. made me not want to listen to him.
3: There's there's something really about this album that feels like and it, it I think it is that double tracking the voice. It sounds like a like a move that you would see a a really new band, like a like a grunge, like a garage band trying just to get something different. There's something about this song that makes me feel like it should have been on facelift. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about that vibe that like early garage rock vibe to it. Like they're just trying to make it sound like what they want to without really knowing what to do with it. And it just feels lesser because of it.
0: T.Y. what you got for me?
2: Um my notes here not a whole lot i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tell you like it is this is not a good song uh nineteen ninety five called and they they it wants its song back because uh it does not belong in in twenty twenty two because it's garbage <laughs> and uh that's that's all i'm gonna say about that
3: only thing I've got to add is I did like the drums in it. That's about it. Like the drums nope. are cool.
2: Trash. <laughs> no. I'm teasing.
0: I'm teasing. <laughs> Nate, um, I see you over there shaking your head. Share your thoughts, buddy. <laughs> okay, so
1: a lot of what you guys said is very valid, right? It does drone on. It isn't necessarily the best song.
3: It's garbage. Uh, it, ne- it needs more Hall & It needs, it more, needs
1: Hall more Hall & It
0: needs some pep. It we need some, some Hall pep We need Push the Hall
1: & Oates hotline. Mm. The Hall & hotline there. let get a little, little Hall & in your life. Uh, but. I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's singing about. I'm going to keep it real, too. Like, what?
0: He's got the head creep.
1: But I like the song. I don't know. I like the jam. I enjoy the energy and the music and the vibe, and I didn't rate it very harshly. I think I rated it pretty decently considering what I rated some of the other songs. Um, but I thought Head Creep was a fun track that just has that. I think it's in the guitar, too, because there's that. Like it, it just it's it's continuous. The guitar is always doing something. It's very movie and, and not like a movie, but moving and not like moving me emotionally, but like it just has m- movement there. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just I didn't hate it. I did not hate this song. Uh, I gave it a 7.25. Um,
2: Unfortunately, Nate, 5.5. 5. That's
3: okay. Give it a six five, just because I had a little more groove than just sludge, and I like the drums, but six
0: five. I gave it a five. Mm. Yeah, that's
3: very fair, I think.
0: The next song, Again, 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 again. Oh my god! Again, with the droning on, uh, and the doubled vocals for Lane. Do not work in comparison to the harmonies. Sorry, it's the way it is. It's ch- but it's chunky and catchy enough to kind of be on the very lower spectrum of some of the better songs on this record. Um, it's it's the, uh, there were three singles on this album: "Grind," "Heaven Beside You," and "Again."
3: I wondered if this was a single. I couldn't. Huge
0: remember. mistake. They had a giant missed opportunity. Uh, I disagree with you. I think those are some of the better songs that they could have yeah, put I, as singles. I I, no, the rest I on here is just Brandon. droning on and drivel. And it, it, it I, I don't think any, any other song comes even close to being a single compared <laughs> to the I'm, three. I'm
3: curious, I'm curious to hear what you think it is. I, I, if it's not this one, I want to hear what it I'm,
0: is. I am it. also curious, but that's I'm all I got to say about it again. And Nate, I'm going to start with you. What, do you. what do you got for me? I actually didn't like again. I thought it was kind of a trash
1: (laughs) song. I really didn't like the song. It drones on throughout. I did not rate it terribly, but I didn't give it great marks. It's like a C plus in my book. But it's like you know what it is? It's like that kid who you know he's not an A student, and you know he He's not okay, so I'm talking about myself here. He's not a beast, dude. But (laughs) but you just, you're like, hey, he's trying, so we'll give him good marks for trying. That's what this song is. I give it good marks for trying, but there's not really any one thing that stands out to me is like locked in, oh man, you know, I need this to be in my life. The drums, eh, meh, there's nothing really super memorable,
0: you know? Any work, not super memorable. Any differing opinions from you, Buckles?
3: um, I like the drums, I guess, a little bit more. Um, The breakdowns are a little... There's almost a dancey feel to them. Like, there's a little... It's a little poppier on the breakdown parts. The weird thing for me, when I was listening to this, I... I started playing the song and I stopped it halfway through. Because I'm like, "This sounds like another Alison in song." I can't, I still can't put my finger on what one it reminds me of.
0: I thought for a second but, you were going to say, "This sounds like a th- th- like a whole note song I heard once before." No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, actually, I have something about it sounding
3: but, like something. But I, I, when I'm playing it, I stopped it halfway through and re, like I made, the, I got on my my Alexa thing and said, "Hey, replay, have, uh, replay the first three songs on this album." Like I, I'm going, did I just hear this? I don't know if it's the riff, it's the tone. Something sounds like it's an it's very similar to another Alison Chain song. It bugging the shit out of me. I like, can't figure out what it reminds me of, but I thought it was really clo- like it seemed really close to all three of the beginning songs on this album, and that's not a good sign to me when you when I'm getting it confused as I'm listening to it with another song on the album. <laughs> um,
1: I, I I think I yeah. know what it sounds like. By the way, hit, there's hit me, hit me. There's a part, and it's not an Alison Chain song at all. There's the the poppy part where it's ooh, ooh, ooh or whatever, like they get that weird thing going on. Is Metallica stole it for "I Disappear" towards the middle end uh, of that I can, song? I could see that. It's I got was thinking, like real similar vibes.
3: What was giving me that that vibe of, the, of sounding like it was the intro? It was the beginning of the song, more than the breakdown. Oh, so I don't gotcha. know what it is about the that opening riff sounds like something else they've done. And I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but it's something that was just bugging the hell out of me. But beyond that, like, that's the only thing I remembered about the song is it's a little popier. It's a little catchier. It's got a little more life to it than some of the other songs on this album. But that doesn't make it necessarily memorable. It just makes it better than something I didn't like.
0: <laughs> D.Y. Uh,
2: I'll make this quick. <laughs> um, I rated it real high uh, just because in my notes here, <laughs> classic because of a technicality. Um, you know, I've got Spotify pulled up right here. I'm looking at it. The song has 12 million plays on Spotify. There's there's a reason for that. It's not. I mean, that's just Spotify, 12 million plays. Um, it, it, it it earned it. I don't love it, but, you know, obviously there's there's 12 million pl- people that have played it at least once, mm-hmm. so it can't be that bad. All
3: right. I would probably make a, if I was to make an, a playlist of Alice and James, This might this one might actually make it. I don't know that it would, but it might. I can see it being a single, and I I can see it being catchy enough to get single airplay. It's
0: never been one of my favorite yeah, hits I, or singles, uh, personally. But I don't also do not hate it. I gave again a seven point five. Ty, would you give it nine point five? Nine point five. Buckles. 75% 7. 7.5 Nate 6.25 <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> Shame in you is the next track. <laughs>
1: what a, what are the a, ranking and you just call me out right after, bro? What a what a um, terrible um, porn name, Shame
3: in you. <laughs> yes. <yeah>, sh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's so bad. Oh, (laughs) Um, Uh,
3: just just savor that for a minute there. I like that.
1: (laughs) I I saw this this was
0: a. I thought this was a Jerry song. Uh, It it is not, and uh, I mean, as far as lyrics go, obviously Jerry had a hand in writing every song except for Head Creeps, but um, no, I saw a video of Family (laughs) Feud, and it was like uh, the fast. It was like that thing at the end where they're doing where they have to do the, the 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 timing, and it was like it's like uh name something that you leave or that or name a word that you would put after uh or n- name something that you would leave it like leave it alone like i i'm sorry if i'm messing that up but the dude said in leave it in and it and it broke Steve like he couldn't Whoa. even finish. The, the, the countdown kept going and and, and and like they ran out of time. Like he he just was like he's stumbling like what. <laughs> Anyways, uh, shame in you. Here's my notes. It's not very long. The double vocals strike again for me and disrupt what's and dis- and they disrupt what sounds like it could be a decent slower song. I don't like the vocals whatsoever, and it's literally it—it it is that double layered. Like I, it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't. Yeah. Like, it doesn't hit like uh like the good harmonies did. I I think maybe what they were trying to do, and maybe this is just me pulling ideas out of a hat, trying to explain something that happened 20 years ago. Oh, cat. <laughs> T cat. Random pussy T- on
1: the screen. Yeah, T-,
0: T. Ty's cat was in the studio and said, "Lane, check this shit out." I hit this button while you were singing, and there were two of you. And Jerry's like, "Hey, less work for me to do." And then uh, <laughs> I think that's kind of what it was. I think they were trying to get like that constant, uh, but it doesn't work for me. It just doesn't, and uh, this song suffers for it. But that's all I got. I will pass it to Buckles.
3: Um, I have two notes for this. One is power ballad vibes, and the other is forgettable. I couldn't tell you if I'm thinking about it right now. I probably couldn't tell you what the song sounds like. Like it, it, it made zero impression on me whatsoever.
0: Nate, can you tell me what it sounded like?
3: Boom. That's like the intro. It's got that
1: like real weird, creepy. That sounds like two other songs like, on this album. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, I don't know what I slow. expected to hear when he asked you what it sounded like, but I'm, I'm not ha- I'm not unhappy with that.
0: <laughs> A slow sad I disappear is what you don't
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, that song's now been mentioned more times than Metallica has. Right. But we've mentioned that song more times than Metallica has in the last six years. <laughs> oh, um Shame and you
1: though. Uh honestly I I think that a young Mark Tremonti was listening to this song and got very inspired by some of the styles he would bring to to and I mean that like not necessarily in exact riff structure per se but in tone in the way he is moving some of his
3: notes around I could see Mark Tremonti definitely being influenced by this album. I, I can't, but it's because of my impression of Mark Tremonti. My impression of Mark Tremonti is very good, very good at what he does and very, very technically proficient. But it's one foot standing up on the amp and and playing to his mirror because that's all he's looking at is he just wants the audience to see him just wanking this guitar off. I, I'm not a Tremonti fan at all. And this No, was, we're never see, ranking Alter Bridge with buckles. I don't I, I don't dislike Alderbridge, but I'm not a Tremonti in his style fan. <laughs> and this this I, I can't dig the comparison because this isn't um this isn't what's the good word for it? This isn't as self training This isn't as peacocky as Tremonti is. <laughs> um, wow. Self preening, yeah, cocky, yeah. suck on that, what? yeah. Self preening.
2: What's that, Sonny? You said something about boo cocky. <laughs> <laughs> pardon, pardon me. Uh, I was in the other room shaving my carrots. Um. <laughs> one, I thought he was, <laughs> he was shaving. <laughs> Where the fuck did that go? <laughs> But uh, I'll tell you right now, that came from the depths of my subconscious, and that's the stuff that's going on in the back of my brain while oh, you guys God. are talking.
3: Oh, Tyler, your, t- your brain is a terrifying place.
2: <laughs> oh, God, it's a, it's a violent hellscape. Um, while everyone else is uh, wiping tears <laughs> of joy away and whatnot, um, I'll go ahead and jump jump <laughs> in here. Um, I didn't, I'll just tell you right now, I didn't rank this very high. I didn't enjoy this song. Um, In my notes here, um, I put, obviously, you know, I got to throw the the quotation marks in there. Sorry, just not my cup of tea doesn't feel right. It just, you know, the whole, and, and, and I think this is one, This is actually a song that I listened to individually a couple times, just to, you know, maybe I'm not in the right place, maybe I'm not in the right mindset, you know. I I gave this song a lot of chances, and it just never, it just never grabbed me. And you know, that could be just uh, I'm not compatible necessarily with that, with that style or that vibe. But I just I didn't enjoy it. Would you give it there, bud? Five.
0: Buckles.
3: I've same. Nate.
1: Eight (laughs) point
3: seven five. Mike's song. Don't don't be ashamed to be who you are, Nate.
2: Hi, are you are you nice. sure you don't want any carrots? <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I shaved them, I shaved them fresh.
3: No, <laughs> he, he does not want your Bukaki carrots. I, I shaved uh, him with
2: I shaved them with this rock I found. This was the an episode stop. of Journey
1: to Comics. It would definitely be titled Bukaki
2: <laughs> Carrots. <laughs> I shaved them fresh.
0: Well, I'm gonna give you a nice big sixer Mm. carrot. I gave it a six. Uh, Mm. You don't have to worry about no eight point seven five carrot. That's a big carrot. And
2: (laughs) (laughs) stop comparing yourself to my carrot. That's
0: very Uh. sexual.
3: It's very sexual.
0: Do
2: this stash. Mm.
0: Goddamn. That's the name of the next song. Is (laughs) Goddamn. Very Um, human.
2: Very human God damn it <laughs> Very human.
0: Very easy to use <laughs> God damn So ah, this yeah, song yes. <laughs> I want to like it more than I do uh, But God, I don't God damn it Tyler <laughs> uh, it, This song has some really weird vocal noises That I don't like yeah, and um I I have disliked the vocals for most of this record. Yeah. So I, this is the song that has made it move from dislike to uh distaste. Yeah. I don't like it and that's my stance. <laughs> I don't.
3: You know, I'm, I, still, I'm laughing at Tyler's expression when you said weird vocal voices <laughs> you, see, can you see him thinking of things to do next. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Um, <laughs>
2: I'll I'll, I'll jump in here next uh, because because I'm I I have the full supply of oxygen. Um, (laughs) I I, I think for me, I was kind of thinking about the best way to articulate it. And, you know, when you're carrying something in the dark and you go to step and maybe you know like it's, it's walking down your sidewalk or, or whatever it, and you miss a step and you kind of stumble the way that it makes your body feel as you, you're like starting to fall that's that's this Song that's the vibe that I got from this song, because just like the last one, it is not very good, and it it you know we we basically hit the peak and we're already going back down the hill.
0: So panic induced falling. Panic induced falling. Not not feeling it. Uh, it. We can't panic that much because we didn't really go that high up the hill. This isn't a very big hill. Right. right. I mean, this is just. This is barely gonna give you the little tummy tickles when you drive over it. So um, yeah, but but there's some carrots down carrots. there. I'm hauling carrots. Got so a load carrots with some wild <laughs> asparagus. Um, wild oats. Wild hauling oats. If this album had hey. more. <laughs> <laughs> If this album had more of Oats Moustache, if every member of this band oh, oh God. had Oats Moustache, <laughs> it would have been magical. T- or oh T.Y., God. thank you for that. Buckles, what you got for me?
3: Um, I had the drums are fun, but you're back to the sludge again in this. Um, It's, it's, it's sarcastic. There's a little bit of snark to it. It gives me... A little bit of the attitude that they had in dirt, like the little bit of, uh, um, some of that kind of piss and vinegar that they were kind of missing through the rest of the album. The inner child in me thinks that the play on the word "goddamn" is funny, uh, so there's that. Uh, I do like the line "world still di- or world dies, I still pay taxes." I think that's a funny line. Yeah. Beyond that, song is a complete wash. So. Couple funny lines. drums aren't bad. There was at least some attitude to it, but uh, swinging a miss.
0: Nate, can you watch out, this turd,
3: bro? It
1: opens with a bong rip. You can't be mad at it. A
2: massive. Hey, hey, but what if what if what if it's like a dirty, nasty, like high school bedroom, like there's there's like uh, McCormick's grain alcohol in the bong, like it's not good. It's not good, my man. He
0: goes to reach for the bong and accidentally grabs the used Pringles can next to (laughs)
2: it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Brandon! I was gonna make that joke. You beat me to the fucking joke. God damn it. <laughs> are you! you? Oh,
0: <laughs> oh. well, I was gonna make the goddamn
3: British
2: joke.
0: He lit the Pringles cans, taking uh, a hit from the can.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh.
3: I was gonna say it's it's the it's the bong made of you know you hope like a Pepsi can or bong water salt. No, this was the oh. tab can. He Used a fucking tab. Can <laughs> oh god. Um, <laughs> well, are we are we done with the sexual reference? Yep, yep. I, I think <laughs> I
1: think that this song is pretty, not to accidentally bring a sexual reference back into it, but fluid. God, I think damn. fluid is a good <laughs> word.
3: <laughs> Is it viscous? Is it viscous, Nate? Oh, <laughs> it's just slightly sticky.
0: Was this that hit? Hit? Was this that hit? Power ballad? Silent fluidity? I, I don't know. Would the song tastes like pineapple? <laughs> like? God damn! At least they put some effort into. <laughs>
3: didn't even get the pleasure, Nate
0: gone.
3: <laughs> <sighs> well, like. I kept my streak alive i've got nate to walk off the show
0: there we go that's all that matters um nate god damn i gave it an you don't make
1: fun of me shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) i can't you and you type all these numbers god Uh, damn it i gave it an (laughs)
0: 8.420 oh shut up
3: It's, it's, are you, a Russian skating judge? What the fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I give it four. <laughs> star.
3: Giant star. Plus. <laughs> point one five star
1: i
0: give it giant,
3: i give it giant star fighting with bear It's okay <laughs> on,
0: i only go. give it one star but it's a big star <laughs> <laughs> i rated this before the bong rip became a
1: thing with the pringles can so the 420 end that's good not <laughs>
3: disgusting <laughs> tyler's regretting ever <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God. laughs>
2: there's only a few stories that I'll ever be able to escape from, that's and uh that's not <laughs> one of them no
3: uh, you probably uh, you tell it to people who think that shit's
2: funny. I just can't I just can't help it, man, I'd love to tell that story hmm. <laughs> <sighs> um, uh, I, I I don't know if it's Why'd my turn or not. Mm. Go for it. Give me, <laughs> give me your.
0: right.
2: <laughs> 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 you, you guys love the sprinkles um, uh, you know, uh, I'm just gonna fucking tell like it is. I hated this song. It's a four. This is, it sucked.
0: <laughs> just so you know, thanks to Blaine, four is equal to no. Four is no status, as in just no. no.
2: Okay, three point
0: five. Oh no! Oh, oh, so it's worse than no.
2: Well, I don't. uh, Okay, it's four point five. Okay, so
0: better
2: than no. I don't want to agree with Blaine. Well, oh, oh, oh. that's what he's saying here, folks. (laughs) At the end of the day, no matter what, he doesn't agree with Blaine. Blaine, Blaine's on my bowling team. uh, Starts next week, and I've already contemplated kicking him
0: off. Because <laughs> first time he throws a gutter ball, you should be like, "Quit the team, right?" Now. <laughs> fucking get your get out of here, you fell. He says, "Put me lower, put me higher, just not the same." I don't want to. The
3: fact that your your mic is clipping so much, I all I hear is rage. <laughs>
2: Sorry,
3: no, <laughs> <sighs> it's fitting. It's really fitting, though.
0: Buckles, what'd you give oh, it?
3: Uh, seven five. I had, I, I had to look to see what <laughs> song we were still talking about. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I gave it a four. Oh, thank you i gave it a four and and, and 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 i will keep it there that way i could drag that score down even further because it's dangerously too close to oh shaming you God. and score and it's not fair to shaming you <laughs> 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 so oh. close but yet so far away we're not done with this record yet oh so close God. is the next song another cantrell kenny classic here um uh <laughs> i'm gonna echo uh buckles sentiment from earlier forgettable this song is forgettable i don't remember this song and it sounds like songs on this album are starting to blend together from the next mm-hmm. and yep. uh that's all i got i'll pass it to nate
3: the
1: next couple i'm actually in full agreement with. so close not memorable i think it got a decent score for me because if you played it for me i'd be like oh
2: yeah i like that song it's decent
1: but ask me anything about it right now and I'm drawing a literal blank.
2: Um, I'll jump in next. There is there is only one memorable thing from the song, for me at least. And maybe you guys didn't pick it out specifically, um, but this song immediately overstimulated me. And the snare, the, the, all I could hear was the fucking snare. And I feel like the, the dude had both sticks in his hand, just fucking, you know, and it's like, <laughs> hey, man, did you know that I have a snare drum? Like, hey, man. And I, I hit this thing with some sticks. And, and that's what
1: like- inspired Lars to not use the snare sound for saying, <laughs>
2: yeah, dude, it was it was so it's it's just so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can
3: not with that. Um the only notes I have is a finally some up tempo. Like there's at least this is not just chugging sludge, but
2: I for sure love the tempo, but god damn it, yeah. the, like all I can hear is the snare drum.
3: <laughs> Last
1: track was goddamn, um, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I also put uh, the theme of this record seems to be like, such is life and just going through motions. Like, again, kind of going back to that vibe with uh, Heaven Beside, you, where it's like, yeah, life sucks. Uh, this, yeah, this kind of just shit like everything. This whole album is like everything sucks,
2: but I don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Well, he's running out of steam. I, I think, it I think be. the the one, at least for me, the one like, I guess uh, like bright, bright, um, like horizon of of this album is, you know, it, it's a good representation of, hey, this this dude's like, like he don't have nothing left. He's yeah, empty. He's
3: kind of on the last legs here. And you know what I mean? The sad thing is, it's kind of pervasive to the entire band. Like, yeah. They're, that that same idea of the, every song sounding the same, and like the the idea that everything just kind of blends together, is like this whole record is just like they're putting effort into it, but it's not like they're putting effort into it because they want to. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're putting effort into it because hey, we have to make a record now. One lane's dragging yeah. them down yeah. too, you know. It could be. It could be. Could very well be.
0: <sighs> we got some ranks on this sucker. Who wants to go first? Uh, I five point two five. Everybody wants once now. Yeah, a 5.25 <laughs> 5. from Nate. I gave it uh, a 6. 6 from Buckles. <laughs> T-Y. 4. 4. Hmm. I gave it a 6. The next yep. song is called Nothing Song. And this is where I wrote, this album seems to be droning on and on with yeah. uninspired vocals. Maybe I'm missing the mark here but this album as a whole is just really unappealing to me. We're not getting to Van Halen three levels of bad from, from a bench. Well, from a benchmark because occasionally the music does something interesting. Whereas that album really nothing was interesting about that album. I Mm -hmm. actually went back and, you know, I already have my, uh, my album average and I've given albums worse averages than this. But uh, yes, actually. And, uh, I will say that um, even on the Van, ha- there were other albums in the Van Halen rank that my average was was le- was less than this, but that doesn't take away from the fact that. And I hate to say this, I really, do, I just am not enjoying this record. So uh, yeah, that's all I got for Nothing Song, and I'll pass it to Buckles.
3: Um, I think there's actually something kind of addictive in this, and that the chorus has the line. Nothing song sticks to your mouth like peanut butter on the brain. This song is meant to be brainless. This is a this is a nothing song. This is going through the motions. This is just saying, hey, this is song A. Song B will come after song A. Insert tab A into slot B. I don't care anymore. Um, it's, again, this song kind of reminds me again of going to work. And it even feels like, yeah, give the guy a break over here, walked over there, talks to this person, like they're name dropping random people in the song like this feels like a shitty work day and that's not what i want to hear in any stretch of the word
1: funny that you say that actually
0: <clears throat> go for it nate
3: <clears throat> well
1: he said he's talking about doing the take at seven thirty eight, right so it is a shitty day at work he's not having a great time he's stuck there he's keeps making mistakes. He's unhappy. Mm-hmm. He is, he's, experience, he's sharing with you an experience when he was stuck doing the thing he loved till he hated it and doing it over and over and over again. If you cut a majority of the same thing that happens three times in a row out of this song, all the verses and choruses that just stack on top of each other over and over again, it would be a very nice condensed little jam. Like just one verse, one chorus, one verse, right. one chorus, get out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all. It's a whole lot of not that. And uh the, the you know, you guys said it best. Nothing song is nothing. So buckles.
2: Uh I give it six. Um I'm gonna go right in. My notes, uh too much. Two words, too much. It's 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 unnecessary. And
0: this shows with my rank, four. No. Nate I gave it a five. Five. I also gave it a five. <sighs> only two only two more fellas. Frogs. The song ribbit. is called Frogs. Ribbit. Ribbit Ribbit. You know? Yeah, um is... Croaked for Our yeah. Sins. Uh, uh This is the only song that I found in the slower muddy style. <laughs>
3: I think we've already got Tyler. <laughs>
0: that sounds somewhat inspired. However, it goes on 4 minutes longer than necessary. Why is this song 8 minutes long?
2: Yeah, my my notes 8 minutes really
0: question mark.
3: This is the song that I stopped I stopped paying attention to mid-song. this song. I'm not surprised. Trailer. I was when I'm when I'm doing my rankings, I put it up on YouTube and put it on my TV so I can watch the lyrics as well. And I realized, like, oh yeah, the song's still playing, and I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
3: I've stopped hanging. I've completely disconnected from the song at this point. Like,
2: yeah, it's a, unfortunate.
3: It's just it, it's it's too long, and it's even if it, you cut the song in half, there's still nothing there.
2: Yeah, just, I agree.
3: The lyrics are damn near unintelligible. There's just droning sludge, and it's just it's just nothing. It is. It's music
2: on recording. That's. I had, a hard, I had a hard time understanding the lyrics, too. There's a lot
3: of songs on this album that I... The, the lyrics, I almost needed to have them on screen to know what the fuck was going on. Um, I'm not sure if it's this one or it may have been another song where there's just, like, random talking, it seems like, but it's so garbled and so, like, washed out. that It's like, yeah, it's noise. There's no... It's gibberish. <laughs> there's nothing... To, if you're saying something, I don't know what it is. And I, I personally cannot stand stuff like that, so...
0: Nate, <laughs> frogs.
1: Uh, 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 um.
3: Yep, I don't remember it. <laughs> Here, here's here's your ranking. I'd rather listen to frogs too. Give it a two. I'd rather listen to actual frogs. Oh, you're, so, actual so you're giving the
0: song a two?
3: I am giving the song a two. All right. Tyler, what's your score? Them
2: I'm gonna give it a 3.5. 3.5. Nate. I'm giving it a 4.45 because I'm weird. That's something Blaine would do. Five out of seven. I'm I'm edgy. <laughs> I'm edgy.
1: Hey. I'm not doing it to be edgy. I'm doing it to be random. There's a difference. I didn't think about it when I wrote it down. I just said I'm gonna write these numbers
3: and hope it sticks. <laughs> Gave it a five. I wrote, I wrote two with some anger behind it.
0: <laughs> the last song is over now. And not fast enough. Um, so I actually have some, some interesting notes here. Is this an Alice in Nirvana style mashup song?
3: Could be Could Very well be.
0: When I heard the music, it, 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 it was kind of a mix. And I said, sound wise, this song sounds like it doesn't belong on this record.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and I want to hear the record this song was supposed to be on. Yeah.
3: Because
0: this, uh, uh, I believe it was Heaven Beside You, Buckles, you said that that song didn't sound Buckles. like it belonged. Yep. This is its sister. And in fact, this is clear. It's not muddy. It's not sludgy. It is completely different, and it is long. It's like seven minutes, And and, and there's some, like, clips, and there's some stuff here that – or, uh, that, that kind of drag it out. But I was so surprised by the tone shift that I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave it maybe, I could actually talk myself into giving it a lower rank. But I was so surprised by it and that I, in, that I was like, man, I, I'm actually liking this. I got excited because I, I, literally since heaven beside you, I haven't heard something that I really liked. Mm -hmm. And and then I finally got something that I, I think my gut reaction or my gut rank was to slap some love on this because I wanted to love something on this record. And I finally have something that I can give something, even if the length could probably knock it down a notch, but I'm going to keep it as it is. And I'm going to ask buckles what he's got to say
3: um yeah the first thing i have is again different vibe than the rest of the album um this and heaven beside you could easily have been put with jar of flies and it would have been not out of place and mm-hmm. point of fact i kind of would have liked jar of flies as a full-length album rather than the ep if we didn't get the rest of this to go along with it there you be completely honest
0: mm-hmm. um
3: it's got kind of a classic rock sound to it in points it's a lot more mellow um the thing that stood out to me the most though was that throughout the rest of the album, this and Heaven Beside you, the only ones that Jerry really sings on. And the first thing that people always think of with Alice in Chains is Lane Staley, for good reason. But these two songs giving the, the album that different vibe and that different feel really shows you how much Jerry's vocals matter to the band as much as Lane's do. And how much this, this album seemed to be missing a lot of that.
0: He wrote the lyrics for this song. He wrote the yeah. lyrics for Heaven Beside yeah. You. He wrote the lyrics for Grind. <laughs> Some of the better songs on the album. The only grind rated highly, yeah. Grind, Heaven Beside You, and and, and this one for me. So mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Lane because the dude's the dude's a legend. The dude was was one of the right. greatest front men of all time. But um we could tell where he where he was in his headspace, and we've said that before. Mm-hmm. And uh obviously he got to uh really flex what was on his mind and it's probably very healthy for him at the time to do. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: Especially considering that in like going into Dirt he hadn't written all that much.
0: Yeah. He really
3: was just kind of getting a start there so this is his first real chance at going into that full songwriting stuff. I I feel like it loses the album loses a little bit because it doesn't have that balance between Lane and and Jerry that you have on the other albums. Mm -hmm. This is more of the Lane show and I think it's lesser because
0: kind of yeah. Uh, Nate, what do you got, bud? Man, hey, y'all remember way
1: back when I was like, again, was the third single? What the? F-? This doesn't make any sense. There should be a different one. This is the one. This song is incredible. It has a catchy chorus. I love that it has a whole shift with the "We pay our debt sometime" bit. I love that there's the the really soft picked guitar solo that shifts
0: into this really, like, interesting overtone guitar lead thing. Let me say something. Let me clarify. Because I, because I, I remembered what I meant by the Nirvana-Alice uh, mashup. The clean guitar and the dirty guitar are playing at the same time. And the mm-hmm. dirty guitar isn't yes. overpowering. Yes. If you take the clean guitar alone, it sounds like Nirvana, like a Nirvana yes. song from like around in utero or something. Yep. Um, Fair but, it, so. but then if you l- listen to the heavier proportion, it sounds a little bit more like Alice. This <laughs> is where I feel like they're doing the fusion ha huh? and it sounds really cool to me. And I liked it. Nate, mm-hmm. continue. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I,
1: I This is a song that I go over and over and over Listening to again and again and again I went back multiple times Because again, this was the first time listening to the full album So I didn't know this song at all mm-hmm. And I heard it and I was like, okay, different And then I'm at work after I had heard it the first time And I'm like singing it kind of but i don't really know the words because i'd only heard it the one time Mm -hmm. i'm like when i drive home i gonna listen to that fucking song and i couldn't remember i was like oh it's it's over now that's right now like go to the end put it on listen to it like 17 times in a row and i was like you know what this is a smash this would have been a smash hit and there's only in my opinion one thing that took away from it but we'll talk about it
0: nate does this remind you of the same feeling that you and I got when we would find those hidden gems from Van Halen, when we would listen to the full album and go, I never heard this, but this song is better than almost everything on the album, even better than some of their hits. And it should be on a playlist. Ice cream, man. Just saying ice cream, man. Exactly. Similar vibes for sure. Um, Big bad bill, sweet William. Now. Yes, exactly. T Y what you got, bud.
2: Um, My biggest notes for this song are seven minutes for what could be a one minute outro. Like I dig this. I do everything that you and Nate said, I'm about it. I just don't need it. I don't need the last song on the album to be seven minutes, you know, I I think I've I've you know I, I've made it pretty clear I think at least for for my uh, listening pleasure there's uh, I mean I'm not listening to Tool here I don't need a seven minute long song
3: I was just gonna say that actually I, like I, you and I like, have talked to, you and I talked about Tool before for sure that's what kills I, me about them is I just, I,
2: and and if I'm listening to Tool I love it. But this, this isn't the same. And I think that that is the only thing that struggles for me is the length. I love it otherwise.
3: The only, the only metal band that I can listen to a seven minute long song is Metallica circa one. That's about it. Beyond that, I'm tuned out after about four minutes. And that could be be the fact that it's just too damn long. But I, that's just my taste. I, I, I don't think it's a bad song. I don't think it's a great song, but I I would have to disagree with Nate about it being a single just because a seven-minute single is going to... They would have had a radio edit, Buckles. Come on. When was the last time you heard a radio edit of Metallica 1 or a Tool song? For back that in the 90s, good. it would have had a radio edit. That, well, yep. Eh,
0: <laughs> All right.
3: Um, yeah.
0: Buckles, what'd you rank it?
3: I gave it an eight this is this is the song that should have been on uh jar of flies with heaven beside you
0: tyler would you rank it seven nate would you rank it
1: nine point two five and that's all the only reason it did not get a 10. only reason it did not get that illustrious 10 is because there's a uh an unplugged album coming up that uh you know
0: spoilers I gave it an 8.5, which concludes the self titled Allison Chains record. My goodness. Yeah. I got to get to my carrots. Yeah. It is over now. Brando's average rank was 7.33. Or no, I'm sorry, 6.33333333333. Yes, I am all. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nate's average rank was 7.23. Doctor wasn't higher, honestly. Tyler, yours was 6.1666. Oh, shit, dog. Of course it was. <laughs> and Buckles, your average rank was 6.3 through through We have a matching rank. <laughs> That's yeah. rare. Yeah. Uh yes, especially since <laughs> our like uh, our ranks are all are, are are we even though we we agreed on a lot of the tone, we didn't agree on the same songs or this right. or that or, or even so the same ranks. That gives us a master rank for this album at a 6.5, and that makes it the, the lowest. lowest. Lower than Sap, and we weren't very favorable to Sap at all, uh, all things considered. But, I mean, it it was only a four-song thing. The lowest-ranking song was nothing song. (laughs) No. Frogs. Frogs.
3: Yeah,
0: I was just... just Frogs. It it, it, it was Frogs at 3.7. That is the lowest.
3: Me giving it a two does not help any of that. No.
0: Sorry. I, I saw that singular five for nothing and instantly went, oh, that's the lowest. Uh the highest ranking song on the album was Heaven Beside You at 8.8. So I think that's sounds about right. Yeah. Uh guys, thank you once again for joining me. Uh joining us, all of you listening out there for going down this. Like, what were your ranks? What did you guys think of this album? It was very interesting. We were so hyped up for the last couple of episodes and really excited mm-hmm. for us to get to this one where it's kind of more divisive. It's like we're we're trying to tread that water of like, you know, yeah. we want to respect and we wanna like honor. Uh, what was and the greatness that was Allison Chains and Lane Staley and all these guys. But at the same time, you have to be honest and voice what you hear. And that's where we're getting at. So, uh, Buckles, thank you for joining us.
3: Not a problem. I got to say, I never expected an Allison Chains rank them all to make me go listen to Hollowed Oaks.
0: There you go. Uh, <laughs> TY, thank you again for joining us.
2: Thanks. I'll
0: gotta, get back to my carrots. Got to get back to your carrots. Nate, thank you for joining us and where? Can they find Rankemall? You find folks and check out Rankemall on the different lovely
1: podcasting platforms whether it's iTunes, Pod, Beans, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, Castbox, TuneIn, many others. Just search Rankemall podcast. Also go to rankemall.rocks that's our .com where you can check us out. Don't go to the rankemallrocks.com cuz that's not what it is. rocks that's how you get to us. Uh we've got a bunch of cool stuff, <clears throat> you know, this year coming down the line, so make sure to stay in tune with us by subscribing. Get us on YouTube, get us on Facebook. You know, you want to check out what we've got going on. Maybe we're going to eventually cover a band you really love. Someone some a certain band that you know. What? Buckles? What's so
0: fucking I was, funny?
3: I was going to make another Hall & Oates joke,
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll cover Hall & Oates. That's exactly what he was saying. I would say. be down. I would uh, maybe. be down. I, maybe, yeah,
3: I'll, I'll go down that rabbit
0: hole. I'll be down too. Oh goddamn! Okay. The We're the grunge to group back together.
1: The grunge group. That'd be a funny irony, though. We rank this the next time we do a rank together. It's all. <laughs> <a notes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Brando! Thank you guys so much for for coming back. Though it's been it's been a while since we've been able to do this. I will say this was maybe one of the funniest episodes we've had in some time. I don't think I've broke I like that in a while.
3: It's funny to me that it's been so long since we recorded this episode, but since none of them have aired yet, it won't be there will not be a no. jump, jump at all.
0: No, no, no. See, you guys at home are none the wiser, and that is exactly the way we like it. You guys are gonna yeah. hear this as it drops next week. Yeah. You guys don't have to wait. You guys don't have to wait months or 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 longer to record an no. episode, right, Nate? Right? No one- Six months, eight months, however long it took. Yeah, uh huh. A long time. You no, know, we, no one,
3: ha, no one has to know that Tyler spent a month and a half in a mental ward.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he. Did, we don't know. <laughs> no, no, we don't have to know at all. And he's uh, just peeling his carrots. <laughs> just peeling those carrots. I uh, like carrots, man. <laughs> but again, thank you guys all for listening to this series. We really appreciate each and every one of you. It. it this album. This rank. It is over now, and. uh we want to, you
3: know, Tyler's putting tape
0: over Tyler's tape face. Well, I, I need to get off this episode and go unplug. And that's what we're covering next week. Allison well, Chains Unplugged. You,
3: you Beautiful, beautiful bastard.
0: Um, We're not done with lane yet. We got the unplugged and we're going to be ranking some of the extra tracks that have not been released on music bank. We're not doing the whole thing. Cause there's a lot of repeats. But Lane is going to be sticking around here for a little while longer. So until then, guys, we will see you then. (laughs) Thank you again. Later on, guys.